Good morning and welcome to the November 21st episode of the Daily Wrestling News Show, where we are on a mission to teach, learn, and remember the history of pro wrestling with everyone that wants to join us. My name is Ryan Joy, and on today's episode, we are answering the question of who won their seventh world title on this day in 1999. I was looking at the card for WCW Mayhem in 1999. I knew going in that we were just two months in to the Russo and Ferrara era at World Championship Wrestling. And I know that those two writers take a lot of the blame for the reduced quality of World Championship Wrestling in their final years. And it's probably fair. But again, I took a look at the card for WCW Mayhem, and I thought to myself, not even the new WCW creative team could mess this up. You had Benoit vs. Jarrett, Bret Hart vs. Sting, Kurt Henning vs. Buff Bagwell, Scott Hall and Booker T, Goldberg vs. Sid Vicious, and what will undoubtedly be a banger of a main event, Bret Hart wrestling Chris Benoit for the vacant WCW Championship. The main story going into the show had to do with a 32-man tournament. I say man, but Medusa was also in the tournament for the vacant WCW Championship. How did the title become vacant, you might ask? Well, at the conclusion of Halloween Havoc, reigning champion Sting wrestled Bill Goldberg in the main event. Goldberg won the match and was announced the new world champion, but Sting insisted that the title was not on the line. So following a heated discussion with Charles Robinson, Sting hit Robinson with a Scorpion Death Drop. The next night, on Nitro, J.J. Dillon announced that due to the actions of Sting attacking referee Charles Robinson, the title was going to be immediately vacated. There would be a 32-person tournament to take place over the next month, and the Final Four would have their matches at the Mayhem Show, November 21st, 1999, to crown a new world champion. The final four were Chris Benoit and his opponent, Jeff Jarrett, and Bret Hart and his opponent, Sting. Now, I mentioned a lot of other wrestlers that were working this card, and I want to say that there wasn't a single clean victory all night. Run-ins led to the conclusion of almost all the matches, and those that didn't have run-ins, well, those matches had people on the outside already there, so they didn't have to run in. We also saw Kurt Henning lose a career-ending match, but... Don't worry, he'll be back next month. During a dog collar match between Vampiro and Berlin, we were treated to the commentary stylings of Ed Ferrara and his Oklahoma gimmick, which was really just used to poke fun at Jim Ross. So perhaps that was part of the problem with WCW in this era. Management was so concerned about slinging insults at commentators instead of putting on a good wrestling show. It's also really sad that match stipulations were pretty much killed during this era because they were routinely overturned. Or, uh, like on this show, when Psycho Sid was wrestling Goldberg in an I Quit match, and nobody said, I quit. So much emphasis went into who was going to say I quit, and nobody said it. The referee stopped the match when Sid passed out, and I guess in fairness, that's what the referee should do in this situation, but heck, this is professional wrestling. If you're going to put so much effort about who, around who's going to say I quit, and you're not going to have somebody say I quit, maybe don't book an I quit match and focus so much on saying I quit. 
book a different match. That one has happened a few times over the years, and you know what? It stinks every single time. Just book another match. Also on this card, we had Norman Smiley crowned as the first ever WCW Hardcore Champion with his win over Nasty Boy Brian Knobs. All that said, it's still Chris Benoit vs. Bret Hart in the main event. Once the bell rings, this is going to be fantastic, right? Well, for the most part, it was absolutely great wrestling. We did have the Hall Nash Goldberg run in, but the wrestling was fine. Bret Hart won his seventh world championship on this night. There's the answer to the question. And honestly, with Bret Hart on top in 1999, when he was still doing some of the best face or heel work of his life, WCW must be destined for greatness. They have a roster of talent that once again is so good that even poor writing and booking couldn't mess it up. But as good as the Benoit and Bret Hart match was on this night, and as great as it is to have Bret Hart as your champion, let's talk about the follow-up. Let's talk about what came next. Let's talk about where things go from here in regards to the World Championship. The World Championship was disrespected to such a degree in the months that followed that it almost lost its meaning. Roddy Piper was in an angle with Vince Russo, and Russo sent Piper to the ring during the Hart Goldberg match at Starcade a month later. Piper's job was to sub in for the fallen referee, and despite Piper's reluctance, his job was to recreate the Montreal screw job. So the main event of WCW's biggest show of the year had a crap finish. I'll also note that it was the match between Hart and Goldberg where Goldberg kicked Brett in the head and ultimately led to Hart's retirement. So, Bret Hart vacates the title the next night on Nitro, that's December 20th, because it's Bret Hart and he'll do the honorable thing. Hart would face Goldberg in the main event, and the outcome of that, 1220 Nitro, would determine the new champion. In the closing moments, the Outsiders and Jeff Jarrett hit the ring and attack Goldberg. Bret Hart would join up with them, and this created the latest version of the New World Order. So Bret Hart would win with outside help, and he was back to being a heel. Brett would go on to again vacate the title, this time due to a legitimate injury, and then he officially retired nine months later. So keep in mind, we're only 15 months until the final Nitro. The WCW World title would be vacated five more times during that period for a variety of reasons. The title also found itself around the waist of David Arquette and Vince Russo, while also being awarded and gifted to people. Like I said, the title didn't mean anything in the waning days of WCW. But hey, go watch that Bret Hart and Chris Benoit match that happened on this day in 1999. It was probably one of the last great Bret Hart matches. You just have to edit out the run-ins. And that's our show for November 21st. Bret Hart wins his seventh world championship on this day back in 1999. If you'd like to continue this conversation about the WCW World Championship, Bret Hart in 1999, heck, Bret Hart in all of November, because there's a whole lot of stuff to talk about Bret Hart in November. Join us in the Daily Wrestling News Show Facebook group. You can get there by going to facebook.com slash groups slash wrestling news show, or just search for Daily Wrestling News Show. You should find it. And uh, continue the conversation with us about it. John will be there, I'll be there, and we'd love to have a conversation with you. But if we don't see you there, we know you'll see you right back here for another episode of the Daily Wrestling News Show.